Hello and welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast, where we help you hack your personal brand for visibility and authority. I am your host, Claire Bond, and on today's episode, I am so excited to be joined by Imogen Lamport. She is an internationally certified, award-winning image consultant with a passion for demystifying the science and art of style so that you can define your personal brand personal style and curate a wardrobe full of clothes you love to wear as they express your personality from the inside out. Welcome, Imogen. (laughs) Thanks, Claire. I'm really happy to be here. So Imogen and I are actually in a networking group together and you gave a presentation on your business. And basically you kind of talked about the importance of how you present yourself in regards to your personal brand, whether you're looking for a job and, or you run your own business and all this kind of stuff. And so I was like, wow, I need to talk to Imogen because this is exactly what I tell people all the time. So tell me what, you know, how do you see the two intersecting your personal brand and how you present yourself through your clothes? Okay. So the way I think about it, so we, as you know, we can't not have a personal brand. We can either let other people decide or we get to choose. One of the realities of life is that we have to get dressed every day. We have to, you know, get up, get dressed and, you know, go out the door or meet people online as we are doing now. But we can't be kind of going around naked and we're making choices. And everything that we're wearing is communicating something. Uh, so we get to choose what we wear most of the time. We're lucky most of us aren't wearing uniforms, so we get to choose what we wear. And so, therefore, we need to make decisions about aligning what we wear with what we want to communicate, and that's where that kind of alignment between personal brand and image come together. Mm-hmm. So it is really something that we get to choose. And so if I want to be seen as, you know, really professional, I'm going to wear something different than if I want to be seen as creative, like they're yep. quite different. Right. Because sometimes people, they're resistant. I want to be professional, but I don't want to wear what maybe is seen as professional. Do you know what I mean? Like like yes. a, a norm. How do you deal yes. with something like that? So first of all, a lot of people don't realize, I say to me, does it matter what I wear? Is anybody noticing anyway? You know, like a lot of people do not realize that what, what they wear is a nonverbal form of communication. Your yes. image is a nonverbal form of communication. And we, you know, like just in even just faces, we are just within one-tenth of a second, we're deciding how likable, trustworthy, dominant and competent you are. And that's before we put everything else into that picture. And so it is one of those things like the, there's a kind of really kind of easy way of thinking about this. There are kind of design principles that – we all read, we all understand these things, yet we've not been taught, you know, most of us, you know, kind of, it's not something we're taught like in school sort of thing, so we know it, but mm-hmm. it's something we we subconsciously know. And this is what goes into the elements of design that communicate stuff. Um, so if you think about it, even if you like, we look at fonts and if you look at Times New Roman, there's a more serious, more professional font than Comic Sans. Yeah. And we all know that. We don't have to have that explained to us. Right. Um, and it's the same sort of thing with clothes and image that we, there are certain colour combinations like a higher contrast, light and dark, we see as more professional. That's what's in traditional business wear. 
You know, you wear the white shirt and the dark suit sort of thing. We see more structured things as more professional. Um, So versus we see more flowing things as more, you know, approachable and soft or relaxed. Uh, Mm -hmm. So you think about a bohemian outfit is much more soft, flowing and relaxed versus a suit is much more structured and we read them very differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's because we read this and it's in art and architecture and and even sound. So if I said two different words to you and told you these are two shapes, one's called an olivio and the other one is called a takak, which one is a, a sharp angled shape and which is a soft curved shape? I would say the, the latter was the sharp. Yeah, so takak, because it has hard sounds. Yeah. So we associate hard sounds. You think about every swear word has a hard ending. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, hard sounds, hard words, you know, versus softer sounds, softer words, softer feeling. So if you think about, well, what is professional? And now yeah. everybody's version of professional may be different, but you go, what is professional in this environment? Right. What is professional for, for, for where I want to be? So for some places, it is very structured. For right. other places, it's not that structured. I need to be seen as still more approachable whilst I'm being professional. So it's getting that balance of the harder and the softer, with the right. sharper, with the softer lines, or with the darker and lighter, or the more colourful. Um, right. So if you think about that traditional business wear, it's low in colour. It's high in, you know, contrast as far as light and go, dark goes. It's very sharp, but it's smooth fabrics. It's opaque. All these things, if we are going to have a pattern, it's a straight line. It's a straight vertical line. Right. Versus if we think about kind of clothes that we might associate with more relaxed environments, they're stretchy, they're soft in their nature, they're curvy or floral patterns or things that relate to curves. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, often they're lighter coloured, they're low, they don't have that same kind of contrast and stuff. So they may be more colourful. Right. Um, so you think about that clown suit, it's colourful, isn't it? Who's going to take you seriously in some yeah. crazy colourful thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, so so if you um, were to give, you know, the listeners kind of like three tips, three tips that if they don't really know how to really define their personal brand, they're, they're kind of struggling. How do I define my personal brand um, so that I can get either a job or I can I can get um, more clients, like what, how, what should I be thinking about with my personal brand? Are there there things that we should really think about? Yeah, absolutely. I think your values, your personal values is the place to start. So, because we're only ever congruent when we're in a line with our values and it's very hard to maintain Something and I always think like there's no point in working for a company that has completely different values from you. There's you know like if you if it's your own business, it should be in complete alignment with your own values. Uh, so I really think that values is really important because when we are in alignment with our values, we feel more confident, we feel more comfortable, and we feel more authentic. And everybody else picks up on that. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we get that kind of subconscious feeling. We know when somebody is trying to be something that they're not. We don't yeah. have to do too much to to pick that up. So start with your personal values. And there are a lot of different values exercises. But, there, you know, there's sorts of things where you can get like lists of values. Just go online. You can find lists of values. Go through them. Whittle it down to two or three values. So maybe you have values of freedom and uh I don't, you know, like, so, you know, maybe freedom and innovation could be your okay. values. Right. Who knows what they are? Like, let's just, you know, make up something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> so when you think about those words, then you start to look at clothes and you can, this is where you can start to go, does that piece of clothing say freedom and innovation to me? And we know immediately if you watch a TV show or you watch a movie, the characters have been dressed in a way that expresses who they are. And it's actually expressing a whole lot of psychological stuff about them. There's a lot of thought that goes into what characters are wearing mm-hmm. and how that's non-verbally communicating. It's a really important part of any sort of movie or whatever. Now, because we've all been exposed to this for an awfully long time, we already know how to do this. So we might think, I don't know how to do this. How do I know? Does it say freedom and innovation? But you look at a, you know, someone in a corporate structured suit, does that say freedom and innovation to you? It doesn't, does it? <laughs> not getting that vibe. Yes. No, <laughs> not getting that vibe. It might say, you know, kind of powerful or conservative, traditional, you know, like it says authoritative. It says a bunch of things, but it's not freedom and innovation. So we are thinking about, well, well, what's freedom to you? So you might think, well, is the freedom of movement in my clothes? Do they stretch and move with me? Or are they stiff and structured? So you might go, okay, so I need things that have more stretch in them or looseness. They're not overly fitted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And this is where for each of us we've got to identify it for ourselves. Uh, but it is that sort of thing to think about, well, what is – you know, what is that word saying? So, and this is where you know, going on to Pinterest or just going on shopping websites and having those words in your head and scrolling through and, and like going, you know, and you'll like go, you know, that one does say that to me. Or if I look in my wardrobe, which are the clothes that make me feel that version of me, the best version of me? Now, there is a little concept called yin and yang, which most people kind of know of, but we use this in design terms and it is used widely in design where yang is you're more authoritative, you're more structured, you're more powerful. Yin is your softer, more gentle, more approachable. And there are lists, and I've got them on my website. I've got blog posts about this if anybody wants to go and look them up. And you can have a look at the list and you can look at it and go, okay, so we've got straight shapes versus curved shapes. We've got opaque versus sheer. We have heavyweight versus lightweight. So then it's going, well, how do I look at these things and how do I pick those bits that I go, these are things I like? And this is how I get my balance. And I always think with most people, if you can get a bit of balance with the bit of yang and the bit of more authority and the bit of yin, the bit of more approachableness, this is where we generally, you know, rather than being overly one or overly the other, uh, that's when we'll often kind of achieve the balance and also feel like the best version. It's really important, and this is where to whittle down, what is it that I love? What is it that makes me feel, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically comfortable? You know, what is it that I want the world to know about me? And this is where those values come in. I want the world to know 
you know, that I value freedom and innovation if that was, you know, what we decide on. I, I want the world to know that. So how can I express that in a visual f- format through my image that will also make me feel really great because that's what we want to yeah. feel because then when you feel great, you've got that confidence and people tell me all the time just how much more confidence they have to go out and achieve the things they want to achieve when they're dressing in a way that is in alignment with themselves. Right. One of the things that you said earlier that that kind of struck me because I the first time I personally branded myself was for my acting career and um, casting directors, they basically what they do is they log into a system and they see just these little thumbnails all over the screen. And it's just the headshot. And I remember going to a headshot photographer here in Los Angeles um, as a husband wife couple, Tio and Juliet. They're actually, if you go to their website, it's like all like everybody on every TV show and movies. It's unbelievable. Um, And so I went to them because they're very good at essentially um, basically Juliet brands you, Tio takes the pictures. <laughs> and, yeah. and I really hadn't thought about that. When we started, it was, we did a consultation and it was like, okay, based on your age and how you look, I think we need a, you know, a detective look. And so this is, this is what a detective looks, looks like. So you had to go mm-hmm. through all these kind of, yeah. So <laughs> it was interesting because I never really thought about it that way. In New York, they yeah. didn't really brand you in that way. Cause you were, they were Mm-hmm. much more focused on theatrical and things like that. Whereas in yeah. Los Angeles, it was TV and film. And I have to be able to say, okay, this is your, this is your cop look. This is your young yeah. mom look. This is your, this yeah. look. And it was all through how your hair was styled, how, you know, yeah. yeah. And it was unbelievable. And so that was like the, really my first foray into how, what you're talking about, the, 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 the un, you know, nothing was spoken. It was just through the pictures themselves and how the pictures spoke and they were able to convey that that was what I was right for that role. Um, so yeah. I, yeah, it, it was, it's a very interesting concept. I never really thought about it that, that in, in those terms really right yeah. now. Um, but it's so true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you've got that acting, you know how much, the costume creates the character and how you behave and how you stand and the language you might use, all those sorts of things go together. Mm -hmm. And so this is why, like, people often don't think about it. Like, it is so much intertwined. It's that instant, you know, I don't have to go, well, what person are you? Like, what are your values? If you're the detective, like, or you're the pop, you can kind of get a whole language and backstory to you without, you know, half an hour of boring dialogue. Right. I mean, but it's why, it's why these people like, you know, win Emmys and and Oscars and for their costume design. Cause yeah, it it tells the story. How have you built your personal brand around that? Cause you are very stylish. If you look at the (laughs) images on your website and how have you kind of transformed, were you always, um, you know, always super stylish and how did this happen how did this business happen not at all Um, I grew up I was not born with style I had no idea Um, but I I grew up uh you know with parents my mother was what I call a vicarage child so in uh, you know like so her father was an Anglican priest it was all about what's on the inside not on the outside uh clothes were very unimportant uh, in our family, like, image was very unimportant. There was nothing placed on it. It was always like, you know, style is shallow and we, don't but we still have to be appropriately dressed. 
So there was yeah. still this, you've still got to be appropriate and kind of fit in, but it's not, you know, expressing personal style and what suits you, that, that was irrelevant. Now, mm-hmm. when I was young, I started sewing. And because <laughs> so I started sewing and I started making my own clothes and you spend hours making something and then it looked terrible. And, and I'd like put it on and think, you know, but the lady on the packet looks really good and I've made this thing and it just looks horrendous on me. And that, and, and then I'd make something else and it would work. And I'd go, okay, so I'm going to make this in multiple colours. You know, like this is the mm-hmm. thing that works. That one doesn't. And that was started me on the road to thinking why do some things work for me and other things not work for me? And that was really kind of the body shape, physicality element of it Mm -hmm. to go, well, there's some things work on my body and some things don't. And I remember going shopping with a friend one day and we went to our big department store and we both tried on this dress. We picked up the same dress in the same size. We were a similar height and a similar size. No, neither of us was, you know, didn't, didn't put us next to each other. We looked kind of similar in many ways. Mm-hmm. She, we put it on. And I remember thinking, I look like the side of a house. And she came out going, this is fabulous, this dress. It looks so great. And she came out of the dressing room and she looked fabulous in it. And I remember thinking, I look horrendous. And that was one of the things I thought, what is it about my body? Like, it's not that this is essentially a bad garment. It just does not work for me. Yeah, And so that was really kind of the start of going, there's got to be a reason, there's got to be a why. And mm-hmm. I am the kind of person that if I understand why things are, why things work, I want the science behind things, then I can do them. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until like some years later I stumbled across the whole field of image consulting and I remember thinking, wow, this is like what I've been looking for all my life. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, and it was like this whole science behind it. And, and I'd also back in the 80s, showing my age, <laughs> I'd read Colour Me Beautiful and I'd kind of figured out I was a winter. And I remember at the time when I read this, I'd get compliments when I wore some pinks and I had this mustard yellow uh, sweater, as you would call it. Uh, and every time I wore it, people said to me, are you feeling okay? Mm. I'm going, I'm feeling fine. Why do people keep asking me this? Of course, now I know that mustard yellow makes me look really ill. (laughs) Versus the pink made me look really healthy. And so that was kind of my first foray to going, colours do matter. And so when Mm. I discovered the whole feel of image and you do colour and all the style and the physicality and then how the personality influences what we wear, that's when I went like it's, all this stuff came together and I went like, this is the thing I've been looking for. This is what I'm really excited about learning. Now, before I did that, I had no idea. Like I had a few different outfits that kind of worked and a whole lot of stuff. I'd buy stuff that didn't work because I liked the look of it, but it wasn't yeah. for me. So amazing. So basically you you became an image consultant very kind of organically because you thought it essentially you thought it was fun. Yeah, so I was always yeah. interested. It was like I always knew I wanted to work for myself. Like from yeah. quite young, I thought one day I'm going to have my own business, but I didn't know what it was going to be. And then I went off and I worked for many people for, you know, 15 years or something. Um, and then I got pregnant and had my first child. I didn't have a job to go back to because I'd come from, I'd been living overseas. And I came back to Australia And it was kind of at this time I just stumbled across the field of image consulting and the fact that you could get training and this is something you could learn and this is something. And I remember thinking, it's like, this is what I've been looking for all my life. Um, So that was when I went, I went off, I got my training, I learned, I went, you know, all these things 
suddenly became clear about how it worked. And mm. yes, I set up my business and 17 something years later, here I am still doing it, but loving it because mm-hmm. I just think we aren't empowered, like we aren't educated in style and image. You know, some mm-hmm. of us are lucky. There are some personalities that have a natural bent towards it where like they're great at decorating their houses and they're great at putting an outfit together and they're great at, you know, putting a beautiful garden together. Like they have a natural aesthetic inclination where they just get it. They may not be able to tell you what they're doing, but they know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's a whole lot of people kind of more like me who just like no idea. Well, so Imminent, I, this was an amazing conversation and tell me, tell everybody, how can they learn more about, you know, how can someone work with you? How can they learn more about you? Sure. So I do have what I call the encyclopedia of color and style, which is called inside out style blog.com. You can go and find that uh, pretty easily. We'll put Uh, it in the description box. Yep. Uh, So that's where I have got thousands and thousands of articles all about all these sorts of things we've been talking about. Uh, I also have style programs, like online style programs, doesn't matter where you are in the world. I have a, if you want to go, I want that style education. I'm sick of wasting the money on all the clothes that don't work. I go in my wardrobe, I get overwhelmed, things aren't right, but I don't know what. That's my seven steps of style program. Um, and in that you'll discover the colors, what suits your body, you know, understand how your personality influences your style, how to kind of build a wardrobe, all those things. Awesome. Yeah. So, and I also just work one-on-one with people if they're after something specifically. So if you just contact me, <laughs> like you can find me on the internet very easily. Just Google my name. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, you personally branded yourself. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Imogen. It was so great having you. And thank you so much for tuning into the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast. I hope you learned some really awesome personal branding hacks to make sure that your how you present yourself with your, your clothes represents who you are and what your values are. So thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye.